A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John, chapter 17, verses 20 to 26. I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one as you, Father, are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them, so that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may become completely one, so that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I desire that those also whom you have given me may be with me where I am, to see my glory, which you have given me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world does not know you, but I know you, and these know that you have sent me, and made your name known to them, and I will make it known, so that that love with which you have loved me may be in them and I in them. This is the gospel of the Lord. Would you please be seated? I have a problem. Some might say I've got more than one problem. But one of the problems that I have is that I don't always remember who I've told or if I've told something important to someone. I'm not sure if anybody else has that problem. Yes, there's at least a few. Um, I'm not sure it's necessarily age-related. Some people suggest it's gender-related. I'm not so sure. But I do sometimes find myself getting into trouble because... In my mind, I think I should have told somebody that something important, but I haven't. And in a way, a prayer can be a reminder to us to do what we should do with everybody is to make sure that we tell people what they need to know and what's important to us. And the way that I do that for people close to me is I spend time with them. And as we're talking... I'll be reminded, oh, I haven't told you about this. Oh, that reminds me about that. And with God, spending time in prayer is important because, not because, I'm I'm sure God knows exactly what's going on in our lives, but it reminds us that God knows what's important to us. And it reminds us to spend time with God in prayer. But sometimes we don't know what to pray or how to pray. And the really good thing is, in the Bible, there's lots of examples of prayer. And in the New Testament, in the, in the four books that are about uh, Jesus' life, his death and his resurrection, there's a few examples of Jesus actually praying. There's At one point, Jesus' uh, friends don't know how to pray, so Jesus teaches them a special prayer that we call the Lord's Prayer. And today's reading which was so beautifully read, was actually one of Jesus' prayer. And it was a prayer 
that they might be one. The they is us, the church. The friends and families of those who believe in Jesus. And sometimes a prayer to be one or a prayer for unity. And, and at this time of the church's year, all around the world, churches are called to pray for unity. That we might be able to get along together. And that might seem impossible at times. Because we come from so many different countries. And not always do those countries agree or get along with each other. There are different religions, and sometimes that causes tension among people. There are different political parties. Those of you who might have noticed over the last few weeks, they don't always get along with each other either. And I think it seems like it's extra impossible at this time of year because of what's going to happen this week. Does anybody know? State of origin. That time of year when I'm reminded for the last six years that it's hard to be a New South Welshman living in Queensland. And I really loved my first year on the Gold Coast. We won. And then I had to wait another five years for us to win again last year. I'm confident that God is on New South Wales' side. And I know everybody in this room is praying fervently for uh, Kaylin Ponga to pull a hamstring. Uh, But isn't that what we do sometimes? Is that we look at those people who we don't like and don't agree with and we demonise them. We saw it in politics a few weeks ago. Um, I, for one, am so glad that Cameron Smith no longer plays for Queensland because he, I think, is one of the biggest cheats going around in football. I know Queenslanders think Paul Gallen was the same, but looking at the way that people play, they they can get those people who don't barrack for their team to feel like they're their enemy. Now, I know from what I see in and around the media that Cameron Smith actually seems like he's a reasonable guy. Even Jonathan Thurston seems like he was a reasonable guy player but also a nice guy and even though people don't always agree with us we don't need to always think that they're the enemy and just because they're from a different side and at times we might be cheering for the other side once that's over it helps us to remember that God has made every one of us even Queenslanders God loves us all, even Queenslanders. And God knows we are all special, particularly New South Welshmen. And God also knows that we're all different. If there was no Queensland to play in New South Wales, what would we do in the middle of the year? I'm sure we would find something to do. But if we were all the same, it would be a pretty boring world in which we lived. And God has made us all unique and different. 
And so unity doesn't mean that we're all identical and we're all like robots all doing exactly the same thing, talking the same way, looking the same way and behaving the same way. One of the most profound things that I learnt in my early life is unity doesn't mean uniformity. That means that unity doesn't mean that we have to be the same. But unity does remind us that we have to realise that God has made us all and that God loves us all. And God knows that we are special and that God knows that we are different. And when we're aware of that, I think that helps us to pray for those around us. And if we look at somebody that we might disagree with as somebody who God loves, then I think that might help us to pray for them. So I'm going to pray for Queensland. Dear God, I pray for the Queensland Rugby League side. I pray for all the players. I pray that they are healthy. I pray that they do their best. And I pray that regardless of what happens... um, in the games ahead and whatever is written in the newspapers about them, they might know how special they are. Amen. That was really hard for somebody born in in New South Wales. But sometimes prayer is hard. And God knows uh, that we do sometimes...